When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The Shack Show is a production of iHeartRadio. The prospect of a Ryder Cup without fans seems preposterous given how the event has exploded in stature and gravitas on the back of those huge, loud, and passionate crowds. We love the reactions of players, either in celebrating for their home soil fans or when defiantly pushing back on enemy territory. The Ryder Cup's emotion, which draws out incredible play and displays of raw passion from normally stoic golfers, makes it golf's biggest non-major. Shoot, the thrills found in team match play might even be making fans less interested in non-team events, where the drama is sporadic at best and the match play tension is lacking. Which is why I initially bought into players and captains reacting to a possible fan-free 2020 Ryder Cup after the COVID pandemic has put September's playing in doubt with or without fans. The PGA of America CEO, Seth Waugh, floated the notion of a virtual fan experience in September when the USA and European teams could, theoretically, if a lot of things happen, play the matches. But given the match location this year outside of Milwaukee at Whistling Straits, it's even harder to imagine depriving fans their chance to be the 13th man, knowing how much passion and noise they will deliver for the Bobby Jones of Wisconsin golf, Steve Stricker. Put me down in the group that says postponing a year is a sensible move. The 2021 President's Cup at Quail Hollow can move or just go away for a few years. The Ryder Cup is the one that matters. But then I started pondering what the world's mood may be like in September. Travel restrictions are likely to be substantial, the threat of a second virus wave still looming, and logic says postponement would be best. But for the purposes of thinking more optimistically and hoping there will be progress in the war on COVID-19 and knowing how much we miss the distraction of sport, work with me here a bit. Or... As former Captain Paul McGinley pleaded in a Sky Sports column published on Sunday, April 26th, keep an open mind. 
Let's say things improve enough that players, officials, television crews, and all the other important people to putting on the Ryder Cup are comfortable traveling to Wisconsin and playing, but without a massive gallery. And imagine if enough parties agree that a Ryder Cup can move forward by bringing two parts of the world together in an exhibition celebrating golf, that this could be a good thing. Maybe then playing the Ryder Cup without fans might be an essential idea in these strange and terrible times. Because what the players and captains who have lamented the idea of a Ryder Cup without fans and who said a a Ryder Cup without fans is not a Ryder Cup, what, what they're forgetting in noting the essential role of Ryder Cup fans is that these matches succeeded and grew without fans being considered of great importance. The Ryder Cup grew and grew because of the golf that was played. It wasn't on TV that often either. Remember that. But more than that, players seem to be forgetting that things haven't been so pleasant in recent playings. Alcohol is served too early and too long over the course of the day. The events are generally oversold, and the fans get more easily annoyed at Ryder Cups because there's so little golf to actually see. Uh, There's even been an ominous edge to some of the heckling that takes place, particularly when aimed at the visiting team's families in the United States. Maybe resetting the matches with a focus on playing for the sake of putting on an exhibition of sportsmanship by trimming back the excess of the modern-day Ryder Cup would be really, really wise. Granted, that excess has become part of the match's charm these days. The 400 vice captains. The bad uniforms. The USA and Ole Ole chants two hours before anybody tees off. Then there's the bloated pageantry of the opening ceremonies we could all do without this year. There are the on-course manspats. The team rooms designed by sports psychologists. Team buses running late to a gala dinner at the Palace of Versailles because one wag was still having her makeup artist fine-tune the finishing touches. Oh, And don't forget the occasional drunken fight at post-match parties. You know, those things that will seem woefully out of place in 2020. On the darker side, maybe this is the year Sergio Garcia's wife does not have to be told to go back to Spain by a drunken loser. She's from Texas, by the way. And maybe given the pain and suffering that has taken place in our world, perhaps this is a year to sideline the menacing verbal volleys directed at the visiting squad. Given the state of the world, downscaling the 2020 matches out of respect would be a great thing. The tone could be inspired by the early days when players donned their own sports coats, didn't care what the uniforms looked like, did their own on-course strategizing, and probably did not chest bump their four-ball partner after a winning putt on Friday afternoon. Most of all, that started happening really with the advent of television. A little reset might be a good thing for the Ryder Cup matches and for golf, but mostly to show the world a more restrained competition befitting the global mood. Consider what Jack Nicholas wrote in Martin Davis's book, The Ryder Cup. Quote, as a player and captain, I like to think I have maintained a consistent position regarding the competitive spirit of the Ryder Cup. While firmly founded on competition, we can never forget that these matches should always be conducted with utmost sportsmanship and for the singular purpose of international goodwill and growing the game I love, end quote. 
Remember, the Ryder Cup has been many things since its muddled beginnings, when Samuel Ryder made it an official match with a gold trophy, now synonymous with the event. The match has nearly ended during the war years before a largely forgotten businessman named Robert Hudson saved it on the condition that he pay to have the British team take the Queen Mary across the Atlantic, followed by a four-day train trip to Oregon where it never stopped raining. At the time, understandably, the Brits were not so wild about the effort necessary to get to Portland to save these matches, but the time has proven Hudson was right to save the Ryder Cup. But as Mr. Nicholas said, the spirit of the Ryder Cup was firmly founded on competition with the utmost sportsmanship and for international goodwill. He never mentioned the role of fans. This September, the Times will demand a display of sportsmanship and goodwill for our collective psyche, even if it's without the pomp and circumstance we've come to know. There will be future Ryder Cup opportunities where all the zaniness can return in all of its absurd glory. The Shack Show is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Shack Show. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 